Well, everyone, welcome to the, you could say, first edition, first episode, first this, that, the other of a weekly episode that we're going to be doing on Life and Sport Podcast here called the Weekly Wrap-Up, Weekly Recap. I'm still unsure about exactly what to call it, but it'll basically be that. We'll be talking all things rugby league and in the off-season, maybe a bit of cricket, a bit of tennis, but covering sports, but our main sport will be rugby league. I'm CJ, the main host, obviously, of Life and Sport in general, but our guest host for every episode will be Malta, uh, almost said Malta Knights, geez, Malta Dames, Captain <laughs> Nicole Guzman. How's your week been? And yeah, let people know who you are and what you're about. Hey, everyone. Um, hopefully you listened to the podcast last week because you would know a lot about me from listening to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm if, Nicole. if you haven't, sorry to interrupt, if you haven't, pause this episode right now. And go and listen to that episode and then come back to this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm Nicole, play uh, rugby league for Malta Dames. And yeah, I'm super excited to be talking sports. I love um, talking about footy. Um, and yeah, I'm excited, grateful for the opportunity for you to have me on here. And yeah. No, it kind of, the idea kind of became like birthed out of, after our recording last week, when we did the interview episode, again, if you haven't listened to it yet, pause this right now, go and give that a listen. Um, we just vibed and we were like, right, let's do a let's do a weekly footy chat or a weekly sports chat. And, you know, a week later and here we are. Um, obviously, the first topic, of course, is rugby, rugby league. Um and more notably, obviously, the, the season has been done. The NRL season done. Super League season done. Basically, the only footy we've got to watch right now is the internationals. Um, and Which, right now, how good? How good? Because it's always so depressing when footy season ends. It's like far yeah. out. I'm gonna wait till March or like maybe Feb for like the nines or like yep. Any inter, uh, like any any footy. Any footy is good footy to watch, isn't it? And that's why I was so good last year with the World Cup. Like, it ended and it's like, oh, yeah, I've got, like, weeks of the World Cup. So I'm loving this Pacific Champs, just extending the season that little bit more. Uh, Absolutely. And also, we don't just have the Pacific Champs. We've also got the, um, you could say, Emerging Nations sort of heritage rugby league going on um, this weekend, next weekend, and a few weekends ago as well. So anyone who may not know that's going on, which I'll we'll dabble in talking about it in a little bit. But right now, the games we're going to do are recaps for now, and then we'll get into this weekend's games afterwards. Now, the first game of the weekend, Jillaroo's Kiwi Ferns. Jillaroo's won 16-10 against the Kiwi Ferns. Um, What are your thoughts on how the game went? Well, I mean, for the Kiwi Ferns, a much better scoreline than that World Cup Mm, um, final back in October last year. Um, so yes. I think they would be pretty happy with that. Um, but yeah, obviously Jillaroo is like you look across the board and just yeah, Izzy Kelly just so just Mika Upton. Um, yeah, um, what's the hooker's name again? Keely. Um, Keely Davis. Davis. Yep. Yeah, Percy Apps. Like honestly, it's, the, it's a superstar. Like Ali Brigginshaw. Again, if if you guys know what we're what we're talking about, if you don't go back and listen to our episode last week. And honestly, like even like you know, no Millie Boyle in there, and still having that um that depth across the team as well. So I think yeah, the Kiwi, uh, sorry, the Jillaroos are definitely going to be the team to beat. Absolutely, but obviously there's outstanding players in losing sides and winning sides. 
So this is where we go to our player of the match from both sides. Mine for the winning team, the Jillaroos, is Tamika Upton. Uh, who did you have as your Jillaroos stand I had Tamika Upton as well. Honestly, I couldn't go past. What a debut. 214 run metres. That's in her first game for the Jillaroos as well. Yeah, she is just a freak. Like, you can't. You can't stop her. <laughs> and you can't just not be obsessed with her like watching her on the field she's always there the right place the right time she's so fast she's so just like I like to say like slippery like you just yep. she's so elusive on the field um and yeah 214 run meters is huge it's insane um and my losing player of the match is Georgia Hale what a weapon yeah I, I who'd you go with love Georgia Hale um so I actually went with Shanice Parker okay Newcastle so, nice back-to-back grand final winner okay I've got some stats here okay so well, 18 runs yep 18, 18 runs. runs 165 run meters that's pretty good 63 post contact meters so she actually topped um wait how many post contacts 63 fuck so she topped runs. She was the highest runs, second highest run meters, and highest post contact meters from the ferns, the Kiwi Yeah, ferns. wow. I just thought she was um, outstanding playing in that um, center position. And yeah, she's just um, line breaks and stuff as well. I just thought she was super strong. And she um, that comes off the back of her season with the Knights as well. So absolutely. And random side tangent to anyone. This is this is also news to um, Nicole right now. But um, no. Like the Knights have really shit the bed on the back-to-back premiers shirt in particular. I don't know if I actually shared it with you, but I did share it with some friends. I'll send it to you after the recording. Um, but for people who are watching this episode, I'll put the image up now and you can see it. So there's obviously a cool design, obviously back-to-back premiers. Of course, your team's going to do a, you know, a shirt, that sort of thing. And it looks nothing like the actual advertised image online on their shop, on their shop. To the point where really? some people are wanting refunds um, or they're wanting store credit, that sort of thing. Um, shout out Is to it? the Knighted, who are a Knights-based podcast. Um, one one of them lives in Ipswich, by the way. Uh, fun fact. Um, he, massive Knights fan. They came up with an alternative, which as, as, far I'm led, as far as I'm led to believe, don't quote me on this, anyone, so take this with a grain of salt. As far as I'm led to believe, they did get approval from the Knights, but I'm, I can't guarantee if they did or not but they created their own design, uh, not encroaching in any way, shape or form with the Knights branding or the logos for obviously their fans because they've got 17,000 followers. Um, And I've got to say, it looks so much better than the POS of like online, the design for the um, Knights one in particular looks great. It looks ripper, but someone actually got theirs in the mail. Pardon? Did you buy the shirt? No, I didn't. But someone I know in a Newcastle Knights group bought the shirt from the Newcastle Knights website It looked yeah. and posted a photo to the group. It looks nothing like <laughs> the actual photo to the point where one of my friends who's a fourth year law degree person literally said, you could email them and let them know about the consumer stuff, like consumer watchdog or whatever, because it, it looks no- almost nothing like it. Part of the heads are chopped off in cropping of the placement. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh so so if you guys are listening, um, go to the Knighted and get theirs. It's such a great design, honestly. And is that a Frank Green bottle? Because vibes. No, it's not. It's actually Elite 11, which is my favorite activewear brand. Shout out to them. Not sponsored. By- Shout out to them. Not sponsored, but sponsor us. <laughs> if you're listening, sponsor me, please. Absolutely. Um, now, sorry about that little tangent, but oh, it got me going into the next game. 
Fertu Samoa against Fiji Bulikula. Adrian Vowles did a great job with Fiji Bulukula, as always, or am I led to believe he's not the coach anymore? He's not the coach anymore. Oh. He was the coach. I he was, don't, yeah. I don't think who the current coach is, but he is currently not coaching. Um, oh. So I'm going to eat my words there. Sorry about that. Is it true that they've only played four test matches? That's what I heard when I was listening to the game. Fiji Bulukula. Yeah. Um, yes. And also they had their spot omitted from the World Cup last year. Yeah. For for Brazil, um, even though yeah. even though Fiji Bulukula had played qualifying matches and Brazil yeah, hadn't, I mean, and Adrian found out via the newspaper. Yeah, I remember he did mention something like that. Yeah, he was livid. Yeah. I, when I found out, I was like, "Mate, what's going on?" And he was like, "This is the first time hearing of it too." So no, it is That's true great. they have really only done four or five test matches. So massive credit, especially getting the first try in the match. Yeah, hundred percent. Sorry, I do apologize. We do need to double back back into the Gillaroos because ADHD Brown play of the match. Um, did you did you pinpoint a play of the match, or did you think of any sort of play in that game that was outstanding? Play. Yeah, like a play of the game that you thought was great. I mean, that ball from Ali to to Mika was yeah. pretty smooth. That, that <laughs> was that was pretty great. But mine actually comes from the losing side if I'm being honest, the Kiwi fans across the face of the actual, like, so they're on the, uh, they're on the attacking 10 meters about to like sort of about to score. They kick it up and Anessa Biddle catches it and scores perfectly. Like it is literal textbook. That happened in the Fiji game too. Um, The winger, yeah, scored from the kick. Yeah. It was champagne football at its finest. Sorry. I didn't mean to tangent back, but let's go back into Fertu Samoa against Fiji Bulakula. Um, yeah, Fiji lost, unfortunately, 26-12. They did get the lead. Let us know what yeah. your thoughts are on the game. Um, yeah, I thought the game was pretty good um, from both sides. There was a lot of errors, a lot it's, of it seemed ball. It seemed very rugby sevens or league nines sort of style. I mentioned this to you earlier. It was very fast-paced, which is great, but yeah. that caused a lot of the errors and stuff, a lot of heavy think, impact tackles, second-phase play sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, there, ta- there was one moment in the game where it's like Samoa dropped the ball, then Fiji dropped the ball, then Samoa, like it was just back and forward. Um, but, yeah, it was a very fast-paced game. Um, I thought the, yeah, as I said to the hooker from Fiji was unreal, Tegan mm-hmm. Hardigan. Um, Shout-out to her. I did meet her back in my um, time at Burley Bears. Um, she's got four, four kids now and she's oh, wow. still... Back on the field. Um, Super mum then. And I think her husband is has something to do with the men's team, whether he's coaching or assistant coaching. Oh, wow. So it's kind of like a bit of a family affair there, which is a super footy cool. family. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and her sister was playing with her as well. Um, That's even better. Line. Literal footy yeah. family. Yeah. So she got to play with her sister, which was amazing. Um, and yeah, she is such good eyes up footy player, like, she was jumping out all over the shop. Um, but um, let's get into our players of the match for each team. You can go first with, uh, let's start with Samoa, the winning team. You see, I was going to say, I didn't get time to write one down, but I did get a losing player of the match, believe it or not. Okay. But you well, know what I'll... I'll do? But you know what I'll do? While you mention yours, I'll quickly go on to the website to let to find the stats and pick one from that. It's going to be okay. very random. So whoever gets this, well done. Continue. <laughs> so I did have someone and then okay. I crossed them out and I have picked four Samoa, mm-hmm. um, Niall, Niall Williams Guthrie. Um, so 
166 run meters, 16 runs, 13 tackles. Um, I just thought she's pretty she good. Was... And how, how many minutes on the field did they play? I think she she was playing in center, so for, for almost all game. Wow. Yeah. Um. So I thought she was she's a captain as well. So, um, I thought just yeah she was amazing on the field and um, yeah she is she's got that dog in her. Yeah. She's um <laughs> she loves a bit of push and shove and and whatnot as well. So um. We were just yeah, talking she... about someone who has that as well, but we won't mention them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, damn. Hers is a bit more, is a bit more um subtle <laughs> yes yes uh, yes no nah, ab- absolutely um so i'm going based off the player stats for this game because i do have a losing player of the side but um let's have a squeeze you know what let's go with nile williams guthrie again 166 run meters and uh 53 fantasy points so i'll agree with that one for samoa because if, right. if you if you're topping almost every single stat on the player stats it's a no-brainer yeah. and she was two of the four so yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll agree with that. Because I know we have the same player for the next one, so we do, <laughs> we do. <laughs> um, which is fair enough, and it goes without saying. I'm go- I'm probably going to butcher the first name. It's either is it Tally or Tali or Talai. I think it's Talay. Okay, Tale let's go. Holmes. Let's yeah. go with Talay Holmes. Mate, take a bow. Thirty-two tackles. Thirty-two tackles. Like she was just everywhere. What a beast! Yeah, she. It was just all over the place, and her, she has some solid runs as well. Mm. Oh, it so. was, it was, yeah. Samoa's defense, though, um, big shout out. This is my play of the match. Samoa's defense, Fiji get an intercept on, so Samoa are on their 10 20 meter line, right? As in on Fiji's 10 20 meter line, almost yeah. surely about to score. They throw an intercept to Fiji, Fiji run it down like 50 60 meters, then Samoa tackles them. And they, they go to pass it off like they do, but then Samoa backs it up again. <laughs> Pardon me. Sorry, Fiji. Uh, yeah, Samoa backs it up again and tackles them into touch, saving an almost, like, certain try. Like, yeah. oh, it was incredible. Yeah. What, what's your player of the match? Um, Probably that try. Um, I can't think of the um, player's But the crossfield name. kick one? Yeah, the crossfield yeah. kick, that catch. I got goosebumps when I seen that. Just like there were so many of them as well in the men's game. Like one of my men's games, one is literally a very similar try. Yeah, it was oh in- incredible. Like it was great to see. Um, no, I mean don't really know where to go from there. But so let's turn it into the men's games. Uh, unless you have any final comments about those games. Um, no, I just think it's really good to see. Um you know, smaller nations um, getting that opportunity to play on a big stage. So Oh, it is Ripper. And hopefully Malta and other nations like that, such as Latin Heat, like those sort of teams get that chance. Um, yeah. It'll be great. But you know what? Before we segue into the men's games, let's talk about the Malta games coming up and the Malta games that have been. So this past weekend, no. Yes, this past weekend, Harmony Nines happened down in Wollongong. Um, yeah. So Malta played three games. And yeah. how'd you go? Um, so I wasn't actually there, unfortunately, but the girls did really well. They won three out of four games, just oh, losing good on them. to Italy again. Fucking Italy. Um, <laughs> Sorry. On, on the buzzer, I'm pretty sure the girls said that they lost on the buzzer. So, um, yeah, it's a really good um, lead up into our upcoming game against the Philippines on the 28th, which mm-hmm. will be our 
official test match for the year um, goes towards world ranking points and all that. So super excited for that. Absolutely. Um, the fellas, uh, so Malta Knights are playing this weekend against Chile, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then they'll be backing up next weekend for the Philippines as well. Yep. So if you guys, anyone that's listening, get down to, I think it's in Sylvania waters. Uh, foreshore footy. Oh, right okay, well, yeah, it's at foreshore fields, isn't it? Something like that. Um, I don't know what the field's called. I at least just said Cabramatta, but I can definitely. Well, while you do that, um, yeah, so the men's and the women's play on the same day, and um, as in not this Saturday coming up, next Saturday when they yeah. both take on the Philippines. This weekend coming up though, the men's do play Chile. Um, anyone that's listening and you're interested to watch some footy that's not just the, I'm going to say the big six and in reference, big six being, you know, Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, those sort of nations, you know, cause yeah. you can catch that on your phone while you're at the Malta game, you know, two games, yeah. four games, even for the price of one, you know, why not? Exactly. Get around the Malta Knights and the Malta Dames, everyone. Absolutely. Um, links to the, you know, information on that stuff as well will be, will be in the description as well. Um, so that way, if I'm talking out my ass, you guys will see in the link anyway. All <laughs> um, <laughs> right. So the men's games, speaking of kangaroos, what a frigging game against Toa Samoa, 38-12. Um, I actually, I'm not going to mention player of the match yet, but I actually had to change my player of the match because I had one. And I'm like, mm, nah, it was only for the pun. So I actually thought nah, an actual better play. But first of all, who was your player of the match? The winning um, side, sorry. Yeah, I thought the game was pr- like crazy. And just looking at the depth quickly of the um, Australian team. Mm-hmm. So like uh, Teddy at number one, which is quite controversial. Given his form from this year sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. and like I'm a diehard Roosters fan right now. So I'm and like. And you're a diehard Teddy fan. And I'm a diehard again, Teddy fan. So again, I'm like, listen oh, to the podcast. You guys will know exactly why. He's captain. Like. Everyone's like, no, he doesn't serve it. But anyway, so Teddy. Well, he proved one. he does after that effort in that game for sure. Hammer and Edwards on the oh, bench. Oh, so like, yes, that is three. Paddy Carrigan on the <laughs> bench, like you don't bench. We don't bench your boy. It's just crazy the depth. Like having yeah, the Hammer and Edwards on the wings that are normally play fullback at the club. Yep respective clubs so um yeah the depth is just crazy but my player of the match for the kangaroos um shout out to the props Payne Haas Payne Haas is my player of the match too (laughs) 21 tackles 172 all run meters 95 post contact meters the guy is a freak he's literally a machine like and also, we've got to see a bit of his Haas in the game, if anyone watched it as well. He had a bit of a daxing as he scored the try. That's what the pun was yeah. going to be. Um, yeah. But oh, honestly, this isn't even my Broncos bias coming into it. He is easily in the top three best props in, in the world. And just like the minutes that he plays as well. Let me. It's, cra- uh, let it's me- crazy. Like, when have we seen a 60-plus minute prop in, like, ever, really? And just, yeah, he's so powerful, so fit. Um Let's see how. Let's see exactly how long he plays. He, should, he sets the precedent for what props should be in the future. Seven. Oh no, 40, 45 minutes. Forty-five minutes. Okay, well, in the NRL games, he was pushing seventy minutes in in the game. So, 
That's yeah. probably because the depth. But the, of- but that just proves how impactful his minutes were. If we're talking about him with all those runs, and that was just in forty plus minutes of of yeah. game time, like tackles in forty minutes, like that's that's incredible. That's all. That's borderline illegal. Like <laughs> shit. Um, losing player of the match though for me is I'm gonna butcher it. Suolalvi Falongo. His stats: 176 run meters, one and one line break, and that line break that he made though was from the goal line to about the like from his own goal line to about the 30 meter line, like yeah. of of Australia. It was, it was incredible. Like yeah. I was kind of like, shit, this dude has just put himself on the map to be signed to a club at least next year or the year after. Is he not signed? I don't think so. No, he may be, um, but I don't think he is. If I'm not mistaken, he may be in cup. In a cup team, maybe. Yeah, okay. But yeah, wh- um, who's your um, opposition so mine player? Mine was another prop. The props just killed it yep. in that game. Um, Junior Polo. Yeah. So, uh, he just, yeah, 27 tackles, 15 runs, 120 metres. Um, captain as well. Um, mm-hmm. so we love it. We love a prop We love a prop captain, captain. yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was, I thought he was insane as well. Um, and just that, yeah, you can obviously see the passion that, that he has playing for his country and his nation. So, oh, absolutely. Um, and who's your player, player, ugh, play, or what is your play of the match? So it's not one specific play, but I love seeing the props, um, go back to back tries. So, yes, and Tino, big Tino, Tino um, Fasul, Mala, Awe, what a try. Um, yeah, anything to do with. Props. Doing things. I'm getting around it. So absolutely. If if anyone hasn't realized, obviously Nicole is a prop um <laughs> in, in footy, so it goes without saying. My play of the week or of the of that match was DCE short dropout, hammer catches it and fends off one and then runs the length of the field and scores. Oh, yeah. That was oh like that Queensland connection from with DCE and Hammer, you could just tell was was back. Oh it, amazing. Yeah, he um, just has that ability. I mean, like he obviously plays good for Manly, but he just lifts. He goes the next level in reps, doesn't he? Reps. Yeah, 100%. like which which anyone who's anyone knows about Nathan Cleary right now in rugby league. Cleary doesn't have that in rep, unfortunately. I don't think yet. He went there is yet. yet, not yet. He will he be still there. Still needs to take his representative duties to another level. He I does, think. and he will find that. I guarantee you, he will. But right now. He's not as good as DCE now. If Cleary had been like hadn't done his knee or his MCL during you know the grand final, would he have got the starting position? We'll never know. I would like to think maybe as a Queenslander bias, I don't know. He wouldn't, but he'd get a starting in the on the bench sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Cummels PNG Cummels against Cook Islands um, to round it out. What a game! What an actual like what a try fest as well. By the way. Yeah. Um, Quick, quick note to um, four tries for the PNG Cummels player, Nene McDonald. That's the first time that's ever happened for, for a player playing for the PNG Cummels as well. Yeah, and goes without saying that he is the player of the match for, for myself. Yep. As you see, and- I, I was going to say he is, but I'm, I've got to change it um, because I've actually got a, I was going to go special mention too, but I'm like, no, you know what? This guy deserves it. Um, Nene McDonald, absolute shout out but valentine richard yeah right one try 15 runs 133 run meters 51 post contacts one line break three tackle breaks 15 hit-ups 16 tackles made and that was all from i think it was 45 minutes of play that he did 
Like, again, props, because he was number 10. <laughs> that is some honest work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it was incredible. Um, who's your losing player of the match? We do have the same player, though, in that. Yeah, okay. So mine was, yeah, Pride, Peterson, Rabadi, 50 tackles. Five zero, fifty 50 tackles. I mean... Half a century of tackles. Yeah, I mean, losing side, so obviously defending... Obviously, obviously going to tackle more, but... Fuck. 50 tackles. In an international as well. One metres. Um, I believe he signed with Burley Bears. He was in the Broncos system, but he did leave, yes. Yeah. Nah, mad shout out to him. And my player of the match actually comes from one of the only two tries by the Cook Islands. Um, Brad Takarangi's kick and literal dive clutching like fingertip catch to put it down by Esom Ioka. I probably pronounced that wrong. Um, his try right in the corner as well. He's literally dived to catch the ball. It was yeah. it was incredible. Uh, what's your play of the match? I didn't actually have one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fair. <laughs> no, that, that's totally okay. Um, however, I ran though, out of time. I ran out of time looking at all my stats and. <sighs> yep. Now it happens. See, you were still in there. You were still invested. You were getting them stats. <laughs> one thing though, I do need to bring up is the unfortunate, woeful refereeing performance. Of that game. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Refs do cop it a lot. Um, they, Without refs, we don't have a game. Let's put it this way. We don't have that sport. Um, and I try and give refs the the biggest refs when I can. But Peter Gow or Goff, however you want to pronounce it, um, mate, no, that wasn't it. It was so stop-start. It was borderline like I thought I was watching NRL from four years ago. Um <laughs> I would have personally preferred Ziggy Shakalasa Adamski, who was on the bet, who was on the touch judge role, to be the on-field ref, um, and Guffy to be the touchy. In especially of it being in Papua New Guinea, and it goes without saying, it is an unwritten rule sort of thing that you ref to the crowd a little bit. You still call when there's a genuine penalty, but you ref to the crowd a little bit over in PNG. Um, Ziggy ref the PNG 13s. Um, against the Australia 13 about two or so weeks ago, did a great job. By the way, anyone who's listening, that game was finished at the 77th minute when the siren went. Make that make sense. However, <laughs> um, Peter Goff just blew the whistle for everything. And I'm not just saying the three tries that were ended up being no tries he sent to the bunker. That's neither here nor there. Do that if you're not if you're not confident. But it was just so stop-start. They No team, even though it was 46-12, sorry, 46 46-10, exactly. Even though it was 46-10, no team could get more than three or four minutes worth before a whistle was blown. I don't know. I, I'm just... Maybe I'm clutching here, but it He's was not... Adam all games going yeah. forward. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, now, weekend two coming up. Obviously, we've got some games coming up, obviously. Um. The two women's games this weekend are Kiwi Ferns against Mate Ma'a, which is the Tonga side, I think. Yeah. Um, PNG Orchids and Cook Islands Moana. Um, I've got the team lists up. One second. Bear with me. Yep, it's Mate Ma'a Tonga. So the Kiwis, the Kiwi Ferns have made some changes. All right, hit me, hit me. So Shanice Parker is now at fullback. Yep, okay. I, I absolutely can get around that, 100%. Getting around that. All right, so so the ins they've added, by the way, uh, Shayel Robbins-Reddy, 
uh, Capri Payaku. Apologies if I'm butchering your names, and Tiana Davison. But yeah, so we've got Shanice Parker at fullback. On the wings, we've got Shael Robbins Retti and um, Leanne Tofunga. And in the centers, we've got Mele Hufunga, who's a weapon of a player, by the way, and Abigail Roach. In the halves, we've got Tyler Nathan Wong and Racine McGregor. So, what are your thoughts on that back line for the uh, Kiwi fans? It's pretty solid to me. Yeah. I love Leanne Tafonga, um, Racine McGregor, Tyler Nathan Wong. Um, pretty good six and seven combo there. Um, yeah, I think putting Janice at fullback. Um, who who was playing fullback on the weekend? Uh, oh, good question. Uh, do bear with me. Talk about yourselves. No, I'm kidding. Um, while I look that up, because oh, she was playing center. Yeah, she, she was playing center. Yeah. Um, Week one, Drillaroos against Kiwi Ferns. Team lists. I thought it was at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. I was looking at the... Abby uh, Nichols. Rightio. So um, is she out then? I, it doesn't say out. Maybe she's been just put to the bench or maybe the reserves because I haven't looked at the full team list yet. I'm scrolling down. So I'm reading right. it as we're reading it too. So, but because usually it says outs, but it doesn't have yeah. her in the outs. Um, obviously, we're starting the forward line with the props for New Zealand Kiwi fans. We've got Maya Hill Moana and Angelina Tiakaranga Katoa. I hope I didn't butcher that. Um, That's pretty good. Thanks. Um, and then we've got the hooker, Brooke Anderson. Second yeah. rows, Otessa Pule and Anessa Biddle, rounding it out in the lock with Georgia Hale. What are your thoughts on that forward line? Um, I think it's if, solid as. If Maya Hilmoana was ever running at me, I would probably <laughs> run the other way. Yeah, um, no, it's a no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big no. Um, but yeah, solid forward pack. Um, yeah, Georgia Hale in the lock there. I think that's. I think they're pretty solid. So you said Arby Nichols? Yeah, so she she's was... number twenty one reserve. Okay. Yeah, so she's been dropped to the reserves. Um, right. I don't know yeah. why. So in the change bench, coach also must have been happy with Shanice's game. Um, yeah, on the to way. keep her starting, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So the interchange, we've got Capri, Pay Cow, or Payaku. Sorry if I'm saying it wrong, Capri. We've got Nevada. I'm going to say the J is silent. So Nevada, George. Amelia Pasticala and Tiana Davison um, as the interchanges and the reserves. We've got Jasmine Fogavini, Ashley Quinlan, Leishon, Albert Jones, and Arpi Nichols to round that out. The Tonga side, from fullback to halfback, we've got one of your favorite players in the halfback, but we'll get to that. We've got at the fullback, we've got Lungi Vainu. On the wings, we've got Lavinia. Taulalaiku. I hope I didn't butcher that. Or Taulalaiku. Um, and the other wing is Haley Hifo. The centers are China Polada and Leisha Fusi. And the five eighth and halfback we've got Cassie Toi Hiku and Tiana Penatani. Also, she is the captain. What are your thoughts on that back line? Not the pronunciations. Um... <laughs> I'm so excited to see Tiana playing at seven. Um, yes. For those that follow the NRLW, she um, normally plays at center for... She does. Sometimes second row as well. Yeah, for the Sharks um, and also for New South Wales as well. Um, 
but obviously she does have that rugby sevens background. So yes. coming from seven, I don't think will be an issue for her. Um, yeah, we actually used to do athletics together. So we went to nationals together. Oh, wow. In, so you go back a days. In 2007. Jeez. Um, because 2000... we're the same age. That's, that's giving me flashbacks to 2009. that age. Mm-hmm. 2009, nationals, Tasmania. She wow. won the 100 meter hurdles. Um so yeah, shout out to Um and as as we go through the lineup as well, her sister's also playing um in the team as well. Absolutely. And obviously the forward line starting at the props, Falau, Vaki, and Tegan Dimmick. The hooker is Shirley Mailungi. Uh, the second row is Amelia Murphy <laughs> and Vanessa Foliaki, and the lock is Danny Paresi or Paris. I'm going to say Paresi. Uh, what are your thoughts on, again, the forward line? Yeah, I think, again, solid forward pack. Um, mm-hmm. It will, I think it's going to be a grind um, up the middle there. Yeah, I reckon it will be. It'll. I mean, it goes without saying, but this game will be won in the forwards. There's no ifs, buts, or coconuts about it. Pardon me, the interchange. Jade Fanua, Natasha Panatani. Um, Elisan, Il- Ilisane, I'm going to say Ilisane, Talfa, and Shannon Muru with the reserves, Fatafehi, Hanisi, Monica, Samita, and Sarah Filimowatu. Um, yeah, again, what are your thoughts on the bench and the reserves? Obviously, Natasha Panatani gets a, yeah, you know, a run um, with her sister. Yeah, Tash getting a run with her sister. Um, she is big strong and powerful so i'm looking forward to see how she goes um hopefully she gets some decent minutes on the field absolutely and obviously wouldn't be a game preview without who you're tipping and if you've got a scoreline prediction um i have to tip the kiwi ferns i think the lineup for this week it's just, is it's just too strong i think the backs I mean, the game will be won in the forwards, but the backs are so much more superior. I'm sorry, Mate Ma'a. But this lineup, at least on paper, is, yeah, in my opinion. I think opinion. That the team was better than it was last week. Like... It's crazy, yeah. <laughs> right? If this side played Australia last weekend, we lose every day of the week. It might have been a different scoreline, yeah. Um, so, yeah, back in the Kiwi Ferns, I'm going to go 24-10. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go Kiwi Ferns as well. I'm going to go... Oh, 26-18, I reckon. Right. Yep. And so our next game for the women's is the PNG Orchids. They make their first game of the International Pacific Championships this weekend against the Cook Islands Moana. This is going to be fun trying to pronounce these names. And again, I do not mean any offense to anyone or any families when I say these. So I do apologize. For the PNG Orchids, we've got... I'm just going to rattle them out, literally from from fullback to lock. Um, yep. We've got Latonia, Norris, L- Liana Allen, Belinda Guasamun, uh, Shelley Long. That's pretty easy to say, luckily. Um, Frida Walla, uh, Sarah Koroi, and Uaravu. In the forwards, we've got beast mode player, Elsie Albert. and she She's is, back! She's back! She's at the prop number eight. Yep, she is a beast. She's back. Elsie Albert, she's the captain. Um, we've got Roswita Capo, Gloria Kalpa, Emily Vivers or Vivers. Vivers. Essa, the Vivers, thanking you. Um, Essay Banu, 
and Jessica Reeves with the interchange of Melly Joe, uh, Sar- Sarika Muka, Bathsheba Awoi, and Yolanda Taute, uh, with the reserves being Lancey Okumbane, Layla or Leela Korowa, Alma Johnson, and Delilah. It's a nice name, Delilah Ahose or Ahose. I don't know how to say it properly. What are your thoughts on this lineup? She's back though, Elsie Albert. I'm so excited to see Elsie Albert's back. She's um, one of those X Factor players that literally, the, I don't even need to read the Cook, Cook Islands team. PNG's going to win it. <laughs> like just reading Elsie Albert. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I love Jessica Reeves, um, Shelly Long, um, obviously a friend of mine. So looking forward to seeing her out in the centers there. Emily Beaver's coming in at second row. Mm-hmm. Um, so she sometimes plays in the centers for PNG, um, but she's getting a second row start. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I know she's been working super hard um, to come back. She injured her shoulder and had surgery at the start of the BMD season. Um, oh, geez. She worked extremely hard to get back. So she played in the PM's 13s and mm-hmm. yeah, backing up for this weekend as well. So, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Elsie. Um, just I was devastated for her injury. I was like, fuck. Nah, it's going to be ripper to see because as we just said, she's that X-Factor type of player that um, even in NRLW, she can literally drive that team forward and you yep. know, inspire something out of nothing. Um, yep. And this Cook Islands Moana is still pretty stacked, though, with Anne-Marie Kiriaratu in the fullback position. On In the other positions, we've got in wingers, we've got Alicia Wilcox and Mahina Rangi. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, Rewi. In the centres, we've got Kiana Takarangi and Chantal Holloway-Samuels. In the 5'8", and uh, halfback, we've got... Shante, you stay now. Shante, Kiriaratu, um, and Lydia Taroya Quedley. In the forwards, again, a prop is a captain. We've got Angato Kotaru. Angato Kotaru. I hope I said that right. I apologize to anyone again. Arakawa. And we've got Chelsea Makira, Lavinia Kitai, Kaya Atai. Um, Kerehitina Matua, um, who's played for the Raiders this year as well in their inaugural side. Yes, yes, yes. And Annika Stevens. On the interchange bench, we've got Jasmine Tupo-Wichman, Paulina Morris-Ponga, Crystal Tamarua, and Tiana Kore. In the reserves, Ariel Ngatoko, Rangiyasha Aukino, Kiana Sordua, and Jodechi Joseph. Again, a pretty solid lineup, if I'm being honest. Um, NRLW players in there. A lot of NRLW players. Almost more in there than there is in the Orchids team. Yeah, right. Which, I don't know, it could... NRLW is that next level, so I think maybe that experience, but I just can't see them losing to PNG in PNG. Yeah, it's going to be a big, big game. (sighs) Hopefully some sold-out stadiums. Oh, fingers crossed. Um, I reckon scoreline... PNG win 16-8 or 16-6, I reckon. What about yourself? 16-6. I'm writing these down so that we can... Find out if we're right next week. Um, I'm going to say PNG 22-8. 20 points to 8 or 22 points to 8? Oh, 20? Yep. To 8. Okay, cool. Sorry, I just I wasn't sure. <laughs> That's okay. Rightio. No, that's 
I think that's a fair assumption as well. Um, because I, I, you can't go, you really can't go past um, Elsie. You um, unfortunately, but then again, you've got Kelly Hatina Matua who hits like a brick, yeah, sort of thing. It'll like, be another battle of forwards. Looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely! Always looking forward to the forwards. I know that's double Dutch forward to the forwards, but <laughs> you guys get what I mean. Um, obviously Kiwis, New Zealand Kiwis against Toa Samoa. Toa Samoa have quite a few ins and one out. Um, one second again, stack lineups for days. Um, Kiwis, we've got Charles Nickel Cookstad. Ronaldo Mulatalo, Matthew Tomoko, Joseph Manu, your boy from the Roosters, Jermaine Izarko, the number one point scorer in the league this year. Um, Dylan, which says a lot from a team that finished 12th as well, by the way. Um, Dylan Brown and Jerome Hughes in the halves. In the forwards, we've got James Fisher, Harris, Farmanu, Brown, Moses Leota, Isaiah Papali'i, Britton Nikora, and Joseph Tarpane. In the interchange bench, Kieran Foran is back for the Kiwis. At number 14, Nelson Asofa Solomono, Griffin Neem or Niame, and Leo Thompson. Re- reserves are Nafahu White, Wiramu Grieg, Danny Levi, and Keanu Kinney. What a stack lineup. That team is stacked. <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> That's insane. Right? It's, <laughs> oh. And it, it gets even more stacked when we go over to the Toa Samoa. So the adages they've put in are Tommy Talao, Ronald Volkman, Marion Seve, and Greg Marju, and the out is young, young Tonomapia. So um, the backs, we've got Suolavi Falungo at fullback again, impressed last week, as I mentioned. So obviously he's kept his spot. Um, we've got Murray, uh, Murray Talungi, Isaac Tungo, Marion Seve, Brian To'o, Stephen Crichton, almost said Christian Crichton, Stephen Crichton and Dejan Arsi rounding out the back line. In the forwards, we've got Stefano Utoi, Uto Ekamanu. Gordon Chan Kumtong starts at number nine. Last weekend, he started at number 14. He put a shot on, I can't remember who it was, but he oh dropped the shoulder legally and just folded him. It <laughs> was David Goliath style. He's tiny. It, it, it was great. It was almost like back in the day when Leto Haya folded Petro's seven receiver. Um Oh, you love to see it. Also, shout out to him because he got his NRL debut this year and he's the first Chinese um, heritage player to play one at least one game in the NRL. So big shout out to him and his heritage and also representing his other heritage now as well, Samoa. We've got Junior Paulo. Luciano Leilua was a weapon last weekend as well. Um, Connolly Lemuelu and Keenan Palacia. Um, interchange bench, Spencer Lenew. Terrell May, Helam, Helam Lukey, and Justin Matamua reserves Royce Hunt, Ronald Volkman, Greg Marju, and Tommy Talao. Again, stack lineup. Where do you even begin to start with these? I, Where do you think the game's won? I can't even break that down. Right? It's <laughs> oh, I'm I'm you know what? I'm gonna say Samoa are gonna get the win. I don't know why. I've got a feeling in my waters that Samoa are gonna be out for blood. Um, I don't know. I've just got something in there. Even though it's a stacked side for both sides, I just I think Samoa by six points. I'm gonna say eighteen points to twelve. I reckon eighteen to twelve to Samoa. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I'm gonna go Kiwi for uh sorry Kiwis. Kiwi yep. 
Um, I'm going to go 16-10. Okay, so still a six-point game, though. 16-10. Okay. All right, and the last game. Fiji Bati against Cook Islands Aitu. I hope that's how it's pronounced. Um, No ins or outs for Fiji because they didn't play last weekend. This weekend, though, for ins and outs for Cook Islands, the outs are Makahesi Makatoa and Tevin Aroa. The ins are Alvin Mangati, Isaiah Cooper, Tedavano, and Lucky Pocky Pocky. Right, so Fiji Barty, we've got Jareen Buller. What a weapon this year for the Tigers. Even though the Tigers yeah. caught the spoon, what a standout rookie season he was. Um, we've got the big hitter. I mean, every one of these Fiji players are big hitters. We've got Micah Sivo, Sunia yeah. Taruva. Again, ripper season he had with Penrith. Um, we've got Vaka Blake, Makeli Ravalawa, Kurt Donahoe, and Brandon Wakem. In the forwards, we've got Tui Kamikamitha, Noah Nyla Goliva, Gordon Whippy, Kidioni Kautonga, Tane Milne, and Caleb Navale. In the interchange, we've got Penioni Tagituimua, um, Api Salomi Salkuru, Watisoni Wakani Saravi, I hope I said that right, and Cirillo Lovukuru. I'm so glad I'm not calling out this game. <laughs> oh, it's I feel like I'm doing them a disservice because I'm I feel like I'm butchering it, so I really do apologize. I can't give my worst or more severest of apologies to anyone who's listening to this mm-hmm. when it's up. And then in reserves they've got PU Sechi or Seki. In the Cook Islands, Isom, Ioka, Malachi, Morgan, Kyle Iro, Alvin. Mangadi, Stephen Masters, and Captain Brad Takarangi, and halfback is Essen Masters. So F F Essen Masters and Stephen playing together. That's they did that last weekend. I think that's pretty cool. In the forwards, we've got Davy Mawali, Rua. Pardon me, Ungati Tar, Ungati Kara, um, William Samuel. I will, by the way, learn how to say these properly throughout the week, so that way I don't butcher them when we're talking about the game. Uh, the game's gone. Um, William Samuel, Zane Tadavano. What a return he's made from having a stroke. 100%. It's crazy even thinking yeah. about that. Um, it, it really is. Grand final winner. Who, oh, yeah. Roosters, yeah, absolutely. Um, former Leeds Rhinos player. I'm a big Leeds Rhinos fan. Um, so at least he's played for one of our teams each. Um, absolutely. We've got Ruben Porter. And then man of the game last weekend that didn't in the losing side, Pride Pedersen Rabadi. On the interchange, we've got Kid Cartier Ioka, Reese Darkin or Dakin, Justin Makiveri, Makiveri, I'm gonna say, and Takai Mokoha in the reserves, Isaiah Cooper Tadavano, and Lucky Pokey Pocky, or I'm gonna hope I'm gonna say Pocky Pocky. Right, who wins it and by how much? Um, tough one. Mm. Tough one. Um, I'm gonna say Fiji. Yeah. I'm gonna say eighteen, twelve. I'm gonna go Fiji. I'm gonna go twenty-two, fourteen. Twenty-two, fourteen. All right. 
and that is our insights into week two of the Pacific Nation series. And now yes. we just have some topics that we're going to quickly discuss because we are talking for way too long. We are, we are, we're running out of, we actually ran out of time, I think about five minutes ago, but we'll get, we'll get better at this. We'll we will. get, get straight to the point. We will get uh, it down to an art form. So a couple of, couple of things we want to discuss before we cut away. Yes. Um. So the first one goes without saying. So the news today of a West Tigers, people are saying NRL player, he hasn't played NRL yet. And I don't, unfortunately, think he ever will now with this news. But um, he was in the SG ball team for the West Tigers. Junior, um, again, another name I'm probably going to butcher, so I apologize. Um, but not as bad as what he has allegedly done. I'm using allegedly for now. Um, Junior Masai Talvui has been charged with the shooting murder of underworld figure Dejan Danny the Serb Radulovic. Um he was arrested at 7.15am yesterday our time by five um, riot squad police officers who executed a full search warrant of the house. And in my opinion, when you're going for, when the police are going for you for murder, they do not arrest you unless they have like uh, so much evidence to support a, like a trial basically. So unfortunately, yeah. I'm not going to say he's guilty because this is all allegedly for now. I will say, though, I think his NRL career and hopes are absolutely dashed and over. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we've only got one more bit of bad news and the rest is good news. Tell a tower, Mone. Well, and no- good news. Yeah. Depends. Depends how oh, you yeah. take it. True. Depends if you're a Dragons fan and whatnot. Um, Talatawa Mone been found guilty of the hammer attack that he was charged with earlier in the year. So, again, his NRL is over. His career is over without a doubt. Um Facing jail time, of course. He is on bail due to be sentenced in December. But we've got some good news now. Andrew Davey retires. I added that to the list because I that was announced today. And I, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Good riddance. Um, he had an ego on his head. He debuted at 28. Um, some would say too late almost, which is, I mean, great. But he bounced from para to manly. Played two games at the Bulldogs, didn't wasn't happy with them apparently, and then went back to Para, and you know I think he got too big for his britches. Good on you for that's forty four more games than I'll ever play in the NRL without a shadow of a doubt. But <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. He, he's well, retired. you're twenty eight now. It's not too late for you to debut. Exactly. Oh, I'm not twenty eight yet. I'm twenty eight in a month, so I could still debut. And yeah, Andrew Davies exactly. proof of that. <laughs> um. Alrighty. Yeah. So as a New South Wales fan, um. The news that Michael Maguire is set to be the new New South Wales coach taking yep. over Freddie. I love Freddie Fittler. Um, no hard feelings, Freddie, but um, definitely a change was needed there. Not sure how I feel about this change. Um, yep. About with, it being Michael Maguire, or is this a different one? Yeah, with Michael Maguire coming into the job, um, he has his hands full with a number of other um, coaching jobs. So he's Especially with the Kiwis, which he said he's committed to seeing them out at the World Cup. So yeah, how's that going to... Yeah. He said he's committed to the World Cup. He's also assistant coach at the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was comments from some ex-players and ex-coaches saying that um, they're not happy with New, New Zealand coaching positions and playing positions being used as a stepping stone for Australian jobs. So okay. they are saying that he's used that as a stepping stone to gain that. Um, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Um, so, I vibe yeah. with that if I was if I was Maori or even New Zealander in general. Yeah, I can see Same that. Same as the players, um, you know, playing starting off for I guess like you can even look at Tedesco like started off playing for Italy and then played now for Australia. Australia. Yeah, it's kind of like I mean with the track and field once you change allegiances you can't change back. Yeah. Kind of like I don't know if they need to have something in the place. The tier thing there. needs the tier nations thing needs to be fucking settled. It really yeah. does because I definitely agree with that point. Um, or at least maybe put Samoa into the first tier nation because they made a World Cup final. Yeah, it's yeah. and as I was saying to you in the messages just before we go to the next topic, Michael Maguire was a one season wonder. He won the grand final with um the Rabbitohs he absolutely was what they needed but look at where his career went after that absolute oh shit um and I'm sorry what what has he done since that grand final it was Wayne Bennett that sent the Rabbitohs to those three prelims and a grand final in a row you know he did nothing after that point and the New South Wales are trusting him obviously origin is a totally different ball game when, when it comes to coaching well I mean, I just, they didn't have any other options did they Ricky Stewart Craig Bellamy but then again, both of them have coached the Blues and failed yeah. in, over so the it's years. Yeah, just going back. Going yeah, back. exactly. So uh, maybe a fresh input. See, I guess we'll just wait and see what plays out. Yes. Um, next, next topic. Was the Manly, new Manly <laughs> logo. Um, oh, quick geez. thoughts. Quick thoughts. Uh, quick thoughts. Um, I think it's shit. I really do. I'm sorry for using the word shit, but it, it is. Like, it looks like my... 10 year old cousin drew it on paint yep or like one of my friends said so aptly it looks like it was they sent it to a school the brookvale primary school competition design our logo sort of thing (laughs) it looks like a cartoon like and it's the same with the raiders one i don't know why they're going that way like if i i mean if the roosters logo ever got changed i would be bloody pissed like the manly logo is fine what's wrong with it i don't right Maybe make it a bit less detailed, but keep the exact how it is, whereas they changed it completely. It's yeah, it's so bad, so yeah, bad. It's bullshit. Um, man, Manly have let Morgan Harper go on a one-year deal to the Eels, and they are not happy. Well, the fans are. Maybe the players are, aren't, aren't, aren't happy, but the fans are not. They are screaming, because I'm in a multiple Parramatta Eels Facebook groups, they are screaming for a better centre, someone that's not a journeyman, someone who is not, you know, shit in my opinion, um, they are screaming for Connor Tracy or blooding someone from the SG ball team or the New South Wales Cup team, not buying other teams' leftovers or, you know, last resort players on a one-year deal, which they've been renowned for over the years. And Jack Johns has exited the Knights on it, which means... Club? I, I think so. I, no, I was no. trying to find if he's gone, but no, they've just exited him. No, he's just cancelled... Um... No club. So. Yeah, so end of the Johns era and bloodline at the Knights, you could say. Yes, but in big news, um, Alex Twal, we love. We Alex. loved Alex Twal and his try. Ah. He was not wanted six months ago and has now signed till the end of 2027 with the Tigers. Um, I texted um, Ziggy Sheklasarodumski, tangenting back to him real quick because he was the ref on the field that day when he scored that try. And you could see him smiling as he was blowing the whistle for a try. So I sent him a text and I was like, mate, what's with the smile? He goes, mate, I just love my job and seeing that sort of thing happen. So we we love Alex Swell. We really do. Yeah. Awesome. Um, And a couple other players 
they're extending out the Tigers as well. Yep, Stafford Totta and Alex Seifarth or Seifarth have also extended. On to some cricket real quick. Um, The Women's Big Bash League starts this weekend. Sydney Sixers against Melbourne Stars, Melbourne Renegades against Brisbane Heat, and Hobart Hurricanes against Perth Scorchers, and Australia is doing woefully in the ODI World Cup. We lost to Afghanistan. How does that fucking happen? Um, Right? How does I mean, that happen? I didn't even watch cricket, and that doesn't sound right to me. No, no, we lost to India. Makes sense, but we didn't like. But we lost to Afghanistan. And another quick side note, because a bit of news was announced today, and it's literally off the cuff. Last topic for the episode: the A League has announced a United Round, which is like NRL Magic Round or AFL's Gather Round, but with a twist. Not only will the A League men's games be played there, the A League women's games all playing their, the, you know, Mariners women's and Mariners men's, again, all at one stadium across two days from oh, Ju- January 12th to January 14th. I think it's like the last week or the second last week of before the finals. Three days. Yeah, across three days. It's going to be the men's teams and the women's counterpart teams playing against their counterpart teams. It, it's crazy. What I think, it, it's great for not just um, football in Australia and soccer, but it's also great for women's sport as well because the women's are being played the same time, the same stadium, that sort of stuff. NRL, get your act together and put the NRLW games as well at Magic Round. Same with the AFL and the AFLW. Yeah. I, I think it's great. I only saw that news about three or four hours ago, so I had to add that. It's that it's incredible. Be, yeah, that would be cool. Absolutely. I you, think... Just on that quickly, yeah. did you hear that, that they were wanting to put Magic Round in New Zealand? As in NRL? Yeah. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. I don't know if they were saying that they were thinking about it or if it was just fans asking for it, but I think that would be cool. I think it would be cool. I think it would be also Ripper to um, change the location of the All-Stars game each year. One year New Zealand, one year Australia, or the team that wins it hosts it. Yeah. So, yeah. Or maybe take – same with the – Magic Round, take it to a different stadium each year, like Suncorp one year, then Allianz the next, then um, New Zealand the next year, then back to Queensland Country Bank Stadium and then just work your way down the big stadiums again sort of thing. Or Combank Stadium like that. I think that'd be Ripper because like myself in New South Wales, it's hard as shit for me to get up to Queensland sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes, especially if I'm going there for a whole weekend of footy, it'd be great, but it's so financially fucked. Um, yeah, but it is great. Um I think that's a great idea. Any final words or thoughts that you can think of? Um, no, looking forward to um, round two of the Pacific Championships. Yeah. Um, I have a busy weekend, so I need to try and fit in times to watch the games. <laughs> um, well, even if you don't get a chance to watch it, you can always watch the extended highlights. Yeah, so. extended highlights on YouTube. Got it. Absolutely. Um, that about wraps up the first episode. I apologize to anyone listening and A, the names that I may have butchered. B, the time run. We went a bit over time, so we will have it a bit more condensed next week. Um, This is all trial and error for the first week. I had a lot of fun. Um, Thank you, Nicole, for, you know, joining me. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you guys stayed to the end um, and you didn't get sick and tired of our voices. Uh, Yeah, we'll see you guys next week, probably next Thursday. Um, Yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. And, you know, ta-ta.